0: Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Ruby.
1: I'm Gwen. Hi! Hi! Hey, how's it been,
0: Gwen? I, I watched three episodes of Narda this last week, but, like, before we get into that, did you do anything else?
1: I've been drawing so much.
0: Yeah, I got that art fight going on?
1: Yeah, I got that art fight going on.
0: I've been, like, seeing you draw a lot. Mm-hmm. On that Twitch and like occasionally in private, as as is my my right as your podcast co host and other things.
1: <laughs> yeah, other things. Okay.
0: But that's been uh, that's been eating up a lot of your focus this last week. mm Hmm. Right. Pretty I'm, much. I'm trying to think if I've been up to anything really, and it's I don't know. It's been like a weird week, I guess. I feel like I haven't really done shit, which is probably fine. Um, like I read I read a little bit more of Berserk. Um, hmm. You know that's still a great comic. Uh, yeah, it's like it's cool to be at a part of the comic where the stakes are like, oh shit, guts is like going to a party uninv- uninvited to get his friend back, which is because it, it speaks to like a real, a real range that the comic has and a real like distance that it's come since its earlier parts where like you know guts is going around doing war shit or like wandering alone and fighting monsters and being miserable. Uh, it's it's cool. I love I love where that comic is now. I love all the friends. I love how much it's a comic about like Guts having friends. He's got his kids that he's looking after. He's got a, a collection of other people falling after him. I'm, it's it's great. I love I love Guts from Berserk.
1: I love Guts so much.
0: He's so good. He's just a wonderful guy.
1: I love how much Berserk is a comic about Guts be, like getting better.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm just it, I'm just celebrating for him all all the way. It's it's great. I mean, you know, he's not necessarily doing great all the time, but, like, every every little victory he gets, every little uh, moment with people he cares about is beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's, it's awesome.
0: I feel like I'm just kind of saying, like, very standard things about Berserk, right? Um, like, I didn't mm-hmm. actually read a ton of it, so I don't have, like, a very, like, here's a section I read, and here's, like, my really defined feelings on it, right? I read, like, like I said, like, I read a lot of it, like, nearly, like, three weeks ago now, during a time where, like, we, went, we were, like, off a week from recording the podcast, and, like, you know, the fact that I had gotten to a, a point in Berserk where it was, like, that readable, where I could read, like, I don't know, like, 80 chapters or something in a week, as opposed to, like, the 20 to 30 I usually pull off, like, definitely speaks to, like, you know, oh, yeah, this is a, this is, like, a different comic with, like, different priorities, and, you know, it, it, it's very, like, exciting to read in a different way, but, like, again, I, I feel like I'm kind of at last for words like, really give a super in-depth Berserk update other than, like, hey! It's
1: a good comic. It's a good comic? It's a good comic. Yeah, good comic. Well, I mean, if we don't have all that much to say right now, do we want to just, like, go ahead and get to the episodes? I can go ahead and get to the episodes. Okay. Episode 27, A Mistake from the Past, A Face Revealed. Tamari tells Konkuro to take Gara and run on ahead. She throws some wind at Sasuke and he returns with some fire-style shit, but she blows it away without a problem. He jumps back to make some ground and slips on the sand she spread on the tree branches earlier. He catches her with a substitution jutsu with a paper bomb stuck to the log. Sasuke runs to catch up with the other two as Tamari is on the ground, catching her breath after being caught in the explosion. Hiruzen and Enma are still upset at Orochimaru for the body swab thing, and he recalls the moment he learned why Orochimaru wants to be immortal and stuff. Hiruzen finally realizes why Orochimaru has been going after Sasuke.
0: So like for the most part, this episode is about like the continuation of uh, Hiruzen and Orochimaru's fight. But like before, we get into that. We've got like a bunch of anime original stuff in the forest. You know, we start off with like a little bit of a comedy interlude with uh, Sakura Naruto and Pakun, where like Pakun is just like interrupting their pursuit to be like, "Hey, I, I, I smell something familiar. I smell like the shampoo that I use." And Sakura is like in despair about the fact that she uses the same shampoo as the dog. Which like frankly, mm-hmm. Sakura Pakun is basically a person. So like you know, it's fine. He just, He just takes the same shampoo as you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like don't make, don't make a big deal out of this.
1: Yeah, don't worry about it. You don't smell like a dog.
0: If a dog thinks it smells good, maybe that's just like that's just good taste, right? You know? He's, he's got, like, a sensitive nose. He's very discerning. Yeah. But, like, I think the real highlight of this little joke scene is the bit where, like, Sakura is just doing her, like, oh, I'm so sad about it. This, like, despairful, like, hopping through the, uh, the, the branches Naruto style, but she's, like, this, like, wobbly, grayscale version <laughs> of herself.
1: <laughs> the sad hops are the best part. That is correct.
0: Anyway, the other big, uh, anime edition here is um so sasuke catches up to conquer and tamari and tamari's like hey all right I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna stall out sasuke here i'm gonna fight sasuke i need i need some more time in the spotlight because you know shikamaru fight didn't really do anything for me
1: there's something in this fight that i like i i know, I know it like I, it doesn't matter but it, like it get it's getting to me a lot
0: all right well, what is it like why don't you tell me
1: um, she, like, cuts a whole fucking tree in half.
0: Oh, yeah, that is also something I was thinking about. Like, first of all, I think it's very fun that she's kind of, like, slicing the background paintings up, and they're just sort of, like, floating off on their own, like, separate lair. I think it's, like, a funny way for her powers to be displayed, but it's also, like, hey, were you, like, holding back against Chikamaru? It seems like you probably shouldn't have been able to, like, hide behind trees if you could do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe she was. There's definitely, like, a... It's some sort of attempt at, like, giving Tamari, like, a little bit more of, like, something to do in this arc, especially because, like just going by the stuff that originates from the manga she has like fucking nothing else from here on mm-hmm. um and like you know there's there's like some some fun stuff in there like we get a little bit more of like tamari as like you know she's got like like, like trying to establish tamari as like you know somebody who's like making plans and stuff like she has a sort of like similar moment to shikamaru where she's like okay and you know, i'm probably not going to be able to like beat sasuke here but like it's important that i like, try to like bait him out and like make him use as much chakra as possible, and she's just, like, thinking through all of this shit as much as she can. She has, like, a few, like, tricks she does against Sasuke to, like, try and, like, you know, stall him out and, like, uh, hold him back for a little bit longer. I think it's very funny that, like, while she has this whole inner monologue, like, Sasuke's entire, like, thought process about this fight is just like, hmm, should I kill her in one hit or no?
1: Yeah, should I should I use my big attack and waste a lot of chakra? Hmm, probably shouldn't. <laughs> probably shouldn't, but I could kill her in one hit, and that would be
0: cool, but I probably shouldn't. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right, it's it's risky, because, like, you don't want to keep fighting until you realize, oh, I have to do the big attack. Mm-hmm. Because it, then you wasted a bunch of chakra before the big attack. This is classic, like, chakra economy of a ninja fight.
0: Yeah, but it's okay. Sasuke, like, Sasuke, like, basically just focuses on using his fireballs, which he can do, like, a nebulous infinite amount of times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, places, like, a ring of fire around Tamari to, like, trap her in place, which seems like a pretty, uh iffy proposition in terms of how fights actually go and how like everybody in naruto is able to move but like you know
1: yeah wait hold on i've played breath of the wild <laughs> Mhm. fucking updraft yeah she's she, she T- Tamari... <laughs> tomorrow just gets out of there
0: she hasn't played breath of
1: the wild yeah it probably didn't come out yet and what was it 2002
0: yeah no it ha- had not come out yet I I could like check Wikipedia to be sure, but like I don't think I need to. <laughs> you know, it just kind of like winds up resolving itself pretty quickly. With uh, you know, Sasuke like substitutes out and like has a paper bomb because ultimately like, you know, th- this there's an attempt to give Tamari a little bit more to do, and it's not a lot. But mm-hmm. like you know, it ultimately it, it can't uh, it can't affect anything because it's like, you know, the the way that this arc is going to go is like pretty predetermined. There's not like a random that Tamari can fight and beat here, so she just has to yeah. like do do an okay
1: job of delaying Sasuke for a little bit. Yeah, she has to get a little bit more tuckered out than maybe she was at this point in the manga. Uh-huh.
0: But yeah, from there we get back to, like, the the main focus of the episode, which is, uh, um, you know, getting a little bit more about, like, the third Hokage and Orochimaru and, like, their past. Yeah. Here is isn't just, like, talking to Orochimaru, like, you know, you, you could have been the Hokage, but you were just, like, too much of a fucking twisted sicko. Uh. And <laughs> you know, we, we, we get, like, a flashback to, uh, to Hiruzen, like, coming across Orochimaru's like terrible human experiments room but like this is like a a weird beat kind of because like in the anime it's like played down so much where you don't really get like a clear picture of what Orochimaru is doing in here at all
1: yeah it really just looks like Orochimaru is hanging out in the sewer yeah (laughs)
0: like in the (laughs) manga there's like people hanging from the walls so they're like all cut open and shit and he's like actively dissecting a corpse but, like, I don't know, he's got, like, some jars full of weird shit, but, like, that could be anything. He'd be, like, pickling something. Uh, like, he's got some, some lockers or something, and he's, like, standing in front of, like, a... I don't even know. Like, there's, just like, a metal structure erected around whatever he's working on so that the camera doesn't have to see it. Yeah. But it's still, like, panning over it, like, we're seeing a bunch of shocking shit. And, I mean, you know, even though without, without the sight of all the corpses, we get, like, a pretty clear picture of what's going on. Because, like, here's this talking about, like... Yeah, you know, there's been all of these disappearances in the village, you know, from like Ganon to Chunin and even Anbu Black Ops members, which is like, yeah, of course, easiest thing in the world.
1: (laughs) You you can put a fucking, you can put a fucking piece of cheese under a box with a stick on it and get some Anbu. It's nothing.
0: (laughs) The thing I really love about this flashback is the way that Oshimaru is just so like, ah, shucks about it, you know. (laughs) He's like, like, I, I guess you found me. There's a lot of the it's like, oh, you know, there, there's no point in acting cute now, but, like, you know, he is still acting cute. He doesn't know how to stop. He can't turn that off.
1: <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, they, they show up and are like, haha, we caught you. And he's like, thanks, guys. I didn't even have to kidnap you.
0: like high, I, I set up all those, like, booby traps and everything, and you still showed up? oh I mean, you know, I was, I, I was just kind of hoping you'd stay away. But, like, yeah, you know, I guess now you're here. It's, uh, this is just what we gotta do. Okay. It, it's amazing how nonplussied he is about the whole situation of having his, like, fucked-up human experiments room discovered.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think Orochimaru knows how to be, like...
0: Like, he's obviously a lot scared about the situation, and he doesn't really seem like he feels bad about it, so I guess, like, just being super casual is what's left to him. Yeah. But anyway, Orochimaru is, like, explaining, uh, you know, how he wants to live forever and, um, you know, master every jutsu. And, uh, you know, he just understand all of the truths of the world by, like, learning everything that he possibly can about ninjutsu, right?
1: Yeah. I'm
0: like, you know, as somebody who is obviously going to live forever so I can, like, you know, read every comic and book and visual novel and, like, watch every anime and play every game I want to play, I, I understand. I relate to this. I don't think I'll, like, mm-hmm. chop anybody up about it, but, like, hey, man, you know, I get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to live forever so you're not lonely. Yeah, oh my god, that's so sweet. So, like, the, the implication with Sasuke being Orochimaru's target is that Orochimaru really wants the Sharingan?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like a pretty, like, good thing to have because, you know, like, kakashi has been around for, like, 20-some years and he's got, like, a, a thousand Jutsu or whatever already just by, like, looking at shit. So that seems like a pretty good thing if you're yeah. the guy who wants to learn every Jutsu.
1: And, and you know, like, I, I I just think it's fun how, like, Orochimaru's whole deal, and then also the thing that the Sharingan does is, like, it, it it's just, like, a really well-put-together, like, power for one of the main boys-slash-villain motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a, in a way that, like, obviously they were made to complement each other, but, like, I don't know, it, it feels really, um, it feels really natural in this. Yeah, for sure. In, in, in a way that I want to give it, like, a little bit of credit. I
0: guess, like, getting way ahead of ourselves. I think it's also, like, kind of fun in retrospect that, um, you know, we have the third third Hokage here being, like, so aghast at the lengths that, like, Orochimaru is going to go to, to, like, get the Sharingan. When, like, way later in Naruto, we learn that there's, like, a guy who was, like, his old friend who, like, also had terrific links to get, like, the Sharingan, but, like, is still just working in the village normally.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like we can't talk about that yet.
0: We can't talk about that like in, in, in like a ton of depth, but you know, I think I think it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like an interesting parallel that winds up being constructed deliberately or
1: otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Are, are you ready to? I'm ready to move on. on? Yeah. Okay. Orochimaru puts his old face back on, and the first Hokage fills the barrier with a perfect barrier shaped cube of twisted tree matter. Inside, Anma made a monkey staff cage to protect Hiruzen and Hiruzen regrets his decision years ago to spare Orochimaru's life. Hiruzen conjures shadow clones and gets put in a big dark genjutsu. He thinks about all the people in the village, and finally resolves himself to perform the Reaper Death Seal.
0: I really have to say, just completely filling the big like, cube barrier made with like, deadly tree matter is a strong move.
1: Yeah, it's so good. It looks really cool too. <laughs>
0: I I I just love the idea like yeah I'm creating like a fight prison for us and I'm gonna like make the whole thing bad for you to be in I'm fine but like (laughs) we can hold that like the the previous episode also right where like the second Hokage like floods it and Roshmar is just like standing in like a a dry cylinder (laughs) with a flooded cube it's great
1: it's amazing I don't think he uses it at all but like. A big thing that we've seen Orochimaru do up to this point is just, like, melt into trees. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, like, the the actual, like, hand-to-hand portion of the fight is, like, basically over. So, like, you know, he doesn't really need to. But, like, if he, if he wanted to, like, go all out, he could go fucking wild on this shit.
1: I mean, he... If he wanted to, he could just, like, melt into a tree, not be around, and then just wait for that old fucker to age to death. <laughs>
0: Right, like, like he sees that Hirose is gonna cast his like super ultimate jutsu, and uh, and he's like, okay, I'm just gonna get in a tree. I'm gonna chill out. I'm gonna wait for the timer on that one to run down. I'll see you <laughs> later.
1: <laughs> that would be so good. But I don't think Orochimaru knows exactly how that one works. So yeah,
0: I mean, the the very it puts a very explicit point on that that he doesn't really know how it works. Um, that's like next episode. Uh, focusing back on this episode, you know, as uh, as Hirosean is like preparing to, like, use his, like, new secret jutsu, 3 Produscio. He's, like, thinking back to, like, his uh, his past with Orochimaru. And there's a bit where he's talking about how, like, you know, he knew that there was, like, th- th- there was, like, some potential for bad in Orochimaru. You know, he knew that there was, like, some kind of, like, twisted ambition in him. He sa- he saw, like, something, something bad could happen there, but he just decided to, like, let it be. And because, you know, Orochimaru was a genius and he was, like, hoping that, like, cultivating that talent would, like, avoid there being any problems... And uh, the, the way he frames this is very much, like, the the thing he he is presenting is, like, the thing he didn't do back then seems very much like, I didn't, like, cut things off before they could have become a problem. And not like, oh, I didn't talk to this clearly troubled kid. Like, it doesn't really seem like it's on his mind that he should have, like, maybe talked to, like, the kid who's like, this guy seems like he might do some sicko shit, but I'm just going to hope it's not a problem. Because, like, <laughs> that seems useful.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you can't, you can't, like, you can't try and solve everybody's trauma or else nobody's going to be a child soldier for you.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, it really does kind of seem like... Like, you want your
1: kids to be at least, like, a little bit of a sicko.
0: Yeah, right? He's just kind of like, yeah, okay, I, I don't want to, like, make him not be a sicko. I'm just going kind to, of, like, hope it's within acceptable boundaries. And, uh, like, at no point it's like, shit, I should have talked to him. It's just like, I, I should have stopped this. I had, I had multiple opportunities to kill him, but I just didn't. Like, speaking about opportunities to kill him, um, we, we get more of the flashback with uh, Hirozen and Orochimaru, and, like, Orochimaru's, like, fucked up human research lab. Yeah. Orochimaru just basically explodes everybody else in the room. and, like just fucking walks out and like Hiruzen is just fucking standing there.
1: Yeah, right. Like the 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 way the dialogue is, it makes it sound like Hiruzen had a fucking like knife to his throat and just like decided to back off, but like at no point does it depict Orochimaru like being had
0: Yeah, um, like, in the manga, it's, like, in this scene, like, Hiruzen is, like, knocked on his ass a little bit, and he's, like, bleeding out of his mouth. But, like, in the anime, it, like, super plays with the fact that, like, Hiruzen was just, like, it it seemed like he kind of, like, brought some guys with him to do his dirty work, and then when they, like, exploded into blood, he just sort of, like, stood there. Which, you know. Yeah. I'm not really getting on that you should have killed your son trained, but, like, I feel like if he was going to try, he he really should have committed a little bit more, and I think Envo's right to be kind of pissed at him.
1: Yeah. But then he, like... Does the shadow clones and then the, is it the first Hokage that puts him in the Genjutsu?
0: Oh god, I don't remember which. I think it's the second, but I could be wrong.
1: It doesn't matter at all.
0: It doesn't really matter at all. <laughs> if we need to know the difference between their techniques, that'll come up way later.
1: Yeah, but like they they put him in a Genjutsu that basically makes it so he can't fucking see anything, uh, and he starts getting the like shit beat out of him in the dark as he's like remembering all the characters in Naruto that we know.
0: Right, and, like, so we haven't met yet. I was, like, surprised how much this puts on the table in terms of, like, hey, here's, like, guys that are going to show up, you know? We see, uh, you know, obviously we see, like, the, the, the first second Okage and, like, training, training here and, like, the two people like, that are under his team that are, the two people that were on his team that are now just, like, sitting in, like, the Hidden Leaf Council room all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we see, we see like, isn't training the and We see, like, Jiraiya training uh, the fourth Okage and, like, two complete randos. <laughs> like the only guys <laughs> in the scene who just aren't anybody
1: oh man the the fucking the fourth hokage is like squad mates like could have been characters that would have been cool for those guys to be around
0: mm, I, I guess it kind of makes sense that they aren't like like you know that guy's bros being around seems like it probably would have made Naruto's childhood like better on average yeah
1: i mean it m- makes sense what if there were like Okay, what if one of them was a girl and so got written out of the story and the other one was, like, a Sasuke, so, like, he's, like, off being bad somewhere? Okay. Yeah. Right?
0: I can't get have been something, but, like, it, it is just very striking how much, like, there's all these guys we know and there's, like, these two guys that just aren't fucking anybody. We also have, like, a really fucked up looking Obito as, like, we see Minato training, uh, or, like, we see Minato with, like, the team that he trains <laughs> yeah kakashi and like rin and like the fourth of are like still a little ways off from making their first like real appearance in there but like they're pretty much how we recognize them and obito just like he just looks fucked I, I can't i can't put my finger out, but that's not the fucking guy i know
1: that's just not quite him That's just not him like he's almost there but like the colors are wrong
0: yeah i mean i guess there hasn't really been like an official like color source for him probably is the main thing so they're just kind of guessing
1: yeah, they just gave him, like, the default background ninja palette. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't think this was going to be a real guy. Like, fucking Minato's bros art. so... Just, like, go back and, like, recolor that one shot.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that for the new Ultimate <laughs> Release of Naruto.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know, wh- while this, like, montage is happening, the Third Oak Hariga has this whole, like, monologue about how everybody... I guess not even just, like, a monologue. Like, he's also talking to Rochimaru, right? About how, like, everybody in the village is his family, and the village will, like, stand, with, like, beyond him because it's, like all these people that are connected, that he cares about deeply. And, like, I'm kind of torn about this because, like, I do, I do think, like, you know, on some level the scene works, right? Uh, like, it's, it's kind of cool where he's just, like, like floundering around in the dark and getting a shit kick out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, like, trying to, like, give his, like, speech about, like, how, how he cares about everybody in the village. Like, I think, like, as a character, he, like, genuinely believes this, right? Yeah. Like, he he's not just, like, fucking saying some shit to make himself feel better. He, like, genuinely, like, thinks he cares about people. And it's just, like, when you're the fucking president of the child soldier factory... That only goes so far.
1: It, it doesn't go very far. It
0: doesn't go very
1: far. President of the Child Soldier Factory, who's like only gay son is here trying to kill you because you were a huge asshole to him his whole life.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it doesn't go super far. Uh-huh. Here is
0: it.
1: Like, you know, there's...
0: He has <laughs> perhaps cleared the bar set by like some of the other some of the other people and some of the other places in this world. But, like, again, none, none of those bars go very high. Like, you know, and a, a village full of people, your, or his family, are still, like, a village full of people who's going to, like, go into a room and give, like, an inspiring speech about how they need to be, like, ready to die in, like, a fake bullshit war to uh to maintain peace or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, in this fucking arc, like, a month ago, he like he, he's still the same person who's, like, you know, going out and, like, building up that investment and, like, being willing to die for the country as, like, 12-year-olds. Like Which I don't think makes him, like, uniquely awful or anything, but I think it makes him, like, kind of like fucked up infallible in like a way that like adds texture to the scene in a way i think it's worth thinking about
1: yeah totally yeah like it it is kind of just like the space that everybody in the show exists in yeah for sure uh is is, is that everything we wanted to say about this part
0: Uh, i think so yeah We ready to move on to the next episode
1: yeah let's move on to the next episode episode 73 forbidden secret technique reaper death seal the clones each latch onto and seal one of the undead hokage their bodies turn to ash, revealing the sacrificed corpses of Zaku and Keen. Hiruzen rushes Orochimaru with the staff and latches onto him. The Shinigami grabs Orochimaru's soul and begins to tug as Orochimaru has the Grass Sword levitate and stab Hiruzen through the back. In the village, Ibiki and his guys are trying to take care of the huge snakes when Jiraiya shows up on the back of a giant toad.
0: So Hiruzen is still in the fucking void, right? Um, he still was sent into the dark. He's like preparing to like pull out the souls of the first and second Hokage. there's like this like fucked up like reversed voice chanting in the background it's a whole big thing he's like talking to Rochamaru about how he's got like this new secret jutsu even Rochamaru doesn't know about like a is just like oh yeah really fucking better be- better better hit me with it man better fucking kill me one shot <laughs> <laughs> which is like amazing but also like man you kind of you kind of set yourself up a little bit here i don't know this is this is, this is the thing you say in a fight you're fucking up here like, I, I I do, like, as, like, part of the build-up is, like, him doing the Reaper Seal on the, the first and second Hokage. is it, like, him just fucking, like, barely holding the other and getting, like, the shit kicked out of him, right? Like, he, like, grabs onto one of them and, like, the Shadow Clone doesn't get, like, stabbed, like, straight through a bunch of times. Um, and because yeah. it's, like, all in the void, it can, like, gets to still have that be the thing happen, but, like, still, like, you know, kind of play coy about it to, like, allow it to be uh, on, like, a show airing in Naruto's time slot.
1: hmm Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and I like how the undead Hokage are like once they're caught, they're just like, uh sorry, man." Yeah, we have made this really hard for you, huh? And so, like they they, they turn to they turn to Ash, and we see that uh, the the bodies that were used were those of Zaku and Keen, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, axe in the chat. Uh, they're with Dosu now.
0: <laughs> yeah, who is who is <laughs> going to use for the for the fourth Hokage? Because <laughs> it could be Dosu.
1: Yeah, it couldn't be Dosu. Um, I guess it
0: could just be basically fucking anybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, we, we we saw a bunch of fucking, like, faceless, nameless fucking Sound Village goons. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess it's not really that big of a question. He's got, like, so many fucking guys here.
1: Um, I have a question. Yeah? Um, while, while we're on the subject of, like, forbidden jutsu... Mm-hmm. Do you think this stuff would be allowed, that you need exams? <laughs> Oh my god.
0: Because, like, the
1: other forbidden jutsu was.
0: Yeah, um, maybe. Like, yeah, there's no rules against, like, killing your opponent in the Chunin exams, so, like, maybe there's no rule against, like, killing somebody else to do your jutsu.
1: Yeah, right?
0: Like, if you could get somebody, I think mean, like, maybe you get disqualified if you, like, try and involve somebody else in that way.
1: Maybe, and there's probably rules against killing, like, opponents outside the ring. Yeah. But what if it's not an opponent?
0: What if you just like, what if you are like carrying out like a big box on your back and there's like secretly like an alive person in there <laughs> and nobody knows that like. <laughs> <laughs> like is like, one who goes to the box, and it's like, surprise. And the box is the first Takage. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe also good you disqualified if the first Takage is the one winning the fight. I don't know. There's too many unknowns here.
1: Yeah, but also, if you're, like, capable of pulling it off, I think I think that merits being a tuning, at least. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, summoning is probably allowed, right? Like, Naruto doesn't, like, pull out any toads when he's fighting Neji, but, like, given that that's the thing that, like, Jiraiya was teaching him, I assume that doesn't against the rules, so, like, maybe it's fine, actually.
1: J- no, Jiraiya had no idea Naruto was going to the tuning exams. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? I
0: don't know. Maybe. Like, you know, something... Like, like, a big toad whatever is, like, still basically a person. So, like, you know. Yeah. Inconclusive, but, like, I bet they'd allow it.
1: Okay. Alright. Re- Reaper Seal is probably a bad call for the tuning exams. N-
0: yeah, no, that, don't do that one, just because <laughs> then... I, I don't think, like... I, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's what they were talking about when, like, Shikamaru was, uh, was doing, was, like, doing his match in the finals about how, like, you know, it's important to be able to, like, value your own life and make judgment calls based on that, right? And so even if you win your match, if you do it at the cost of your own life, I mean, first of all, you're dead. Second, like, <laughs> clearly not like, not, like, showing the judgment required to be a tuning. so, like, out on two counts. <laughs> but, like, it's probably allowed.
1: Yeah, Probably.
0: Or anyway, you know, the third Okage is, like, shocked to see that, like, Rich Mario's subordinates were, like, used to summon first and second Okage. Um, and it's, like, talking about how, like, it, it's basically, like, disgraceful to treat your subordinates like that, right? And, like, you know, I'm not gonna say it's a good thing to do, right? But I think the fundamental difference between, like, you know, y- using, like, children as summoning materials to help you win a fight and, like, sending 12-year-olds to a battlefield is, like, mostly one of abstraction. Yeah. Like, you know, if if you have asked like Hiruzen, Sarutobi and Orochimaru to each look after a group of kids, like I guess Hiruzen's probably going to do better at it as long as one of them isn't secretly evil and gay. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I, I I think the gulf is like maybe not quite so broad as uh, However. Uh-huh.
1: If all of them are secretly evil and gay, Orochimaru's team is going to do way better. <laughs> We
0: we've gathered six secretly evil and gay children for the sake of this competition. And
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean like it's 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 why you and I are still good.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: It's why Kamuto sticks around.
0: Yeah, okay. this, this is really this is really coming together for me. Yeah. You know, so here's in Hiroki get like lo- like locked in their fucking game of like soul tug of war. Uh Yeah. We we cut away uh to dry showing up. I got to say when Dry is not doing his like horny guy bits, when he's not be like a sex pest, he's just a delight. I love, I love this guy.
1: Yeah, he's just a fun dude.
0: Just like falls out of this guy on a big toad, starts being like a dramatic kabuki performer asshole. Like starts insulting Ebiki.
1: Yeah, great stuff. Dry is pretty all right.
0: Dry is pretty all right. Fundamentally, this is, I think that I, I hope I can continue feeling this way about him because you know I've I've in, in past meetings of Naruto I've definitely graded against him uh, because of how bad his sex pest bits are. Yep, but like as a guy outside of that, you know, there's there's something there probably. There's there's been something there so far, and I like hope there's more of that
1: as we go forward. Yeah, fingers crossed. Are uh, you ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. Orochimaru asks why Hiruzen didn't avoid his blade, and Hiruzen admits that he's dead anyway after casting the Reaper Death Seal. Orochimaru finds himself unable to use Jutsu to escape and identifies this as the Jutsu that sealed the Nine Tailed Fox twelve years ago. Reaper pulls at Orochimaru's soul a little more, but Orochimaru wiggles the sword around to try and kill Hirozen faster than the seal can take effect. Sasuke catches up to Konkuro, but Tamari isn't far behind. Pakun can tell Sasuke's caught up to the sand ninja, but he also smells something else. Something inhuman and extremely numerous heading that way too. Tamari and Konkuro switch roles, but before the fight starts, Shino arrives, and calls dibs on Kankuro.
0: So yeah, uh, Hiruzen is, like, tugging Orochimaru's soul out, um, and he's, like, laying out the stakes of, like, getting sealed in the reproductive Jutsu, which, like, in his words, uh, mean that you're, like, stuck in there forever, and, like, fucking, like, what he is, like, trying to condemn Orochimaru to is, like, eternal intermingled soul conflict with his dad that hates him, which, like, terrible fucking fate.
1: Um, can I, can I say something?
0: You can say whatever you want. This is our podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's our podcast. Um, this is another instance of the, like the whole tailed beast t- gingeriki thing, like not being well established. Mm-hmm. Um, in that it is like this very specific like soul binding jutsu that only Naruto's dad figured out. Mm-hmm. That like is the reason that Naruto is a special case and has the like nine tailed fox like bound to his soul, mm-hmm. right? Right.
0: And then, like, later we're going to learn about, like, a cultural practice of, like, sealing nine different guys in people's souls. Yeah, yeah. So, like, maybe Minato just has, like, a kind of, like, bad method of doing it, or, like, everybody else's method is, like, way fucking worse. We just don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, and, like, the the thing about it, though, is that, like, it, like, removes the unique way in which Naruto is bonded. Because, like... The, the way that the other people have, like, the, the, the tailed beast in them becomes the way that Naruto has the tailed beast in him, too, right? Mm-hmm.
0: The, the Reaper Tail is, like, victim to this on multiple fronts, right? Because, like, also, like, way later, in spite of this being the thing, like, oh, yeah, if you get sealed in this, you're fucking stuck in there forever. Your soul's just there until the end of fucking time and, like, misery. And, like, way later, Orochimaru just fucking fixes that. she like, summons some guys from the grave again,
1: yeah, that's fine though. It's fine.
0: Oh, that that was years later. He had time to learn about this and learn how. Like, uh, actually, it's not a big deal, <laughs> except for the part where you die if you use it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that part I can buy a little bit more because it is a jutsu that like nobody knew about ever. Be- becoming something that Orochimaru is like actively pursuing a fix to right. So, so I don't necessarily hate that. Like, he figures that out. Yeah. Right, but like I, I don't know the the, the like tailed beast p- part just makes it like, I I don't know I I just feel like it files away a lot of like character from like Naruto's whole situation.
0: I can I can totally agree to that. Right, like I think that uh, like I I think that right now like the the stuff that Gara has going on, right, mm-hmm. um, is like presented pretty differently from what Naruto has going on, and like ultimately they just kind of be like merged into the being like basically the same thing.
1: Yeah, totally. But, uh, I mean, like, there's still, we, we still have, like, so much time until we'd, like, actually learn how exactly that ends up, like, culminating. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll have, like, a lot more, like, informed things to say about it then.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, it is definitely something to have our eyes on. The, the, the ways that we started, like, just sort of, like, changes the rules of itself as it goes are definitely, uh, of interest.
1: Yeah, Totally.
0: So Sasuke catches up to uh, to Konkuro and, like, th- this is a scene that becomes, like, kind of awkward because of the way, like, you expanded it out and tried to give Tamari more of a role, uh, right? Because it's, it's this moment where, like, Sasuke catches up to, con- to Konkuro and, like, Tamari also shows back up again.
1: Yeah, right? is just like, T- Tamari, why didn't you die? And she's just like, yeah, I don't know, no reason, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah, and they're just kind of, and, and so it sort of, like, gives the impression, like, okay, they're both, like, trying to catch up with, like, Konkuro again and I guess both avoiding each other. Which, like, I mean, makes sense for Sasuke and a little less for Tamari.
1: Yeah. I mean, it would have been a lot more fun if, like, the way that Sasuke showed up was, like, hopping through the tree and then a fucking wind whizzes past.
0: Right, like, if Tamari was, like, still out of his his fucking tail and, like, he just had enough of a lead that, like, she couldn't head him off.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that would definitely make it be, like, a little less of, like, a kind of silly-seeming thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Sasuke catches up, uh, Conquer's like, okay, fine, it's my turn to stall him, hands uh, Gara over to Tamari. Then Shino shows up, and I kind of love how much, of like, bros Shino and Sasuke are. This is, like, a relationship that, like, basically never comes up again as far as I know, <laughs> but it's kind of amazing.
1: It's so fun. Like, I-, I-, I get the impression that these two people are both, like... The guy in class that doesn't fucking talk to anybody,
0: right? And like every once in a while, they sort of like catch eyes across the room and like nod, right? Like, yeah, we're 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 like the cool, confident ones on our team who like can get shit done. Uh, it, it's beautiful that they have this like little interaction here, right? Like, Gina's like, "Hey, Sasuke, go ahead. I'll I'll finish this up in ten minutes and uh, and catch up to you." And Sasuke's like, "In ten minutes, I've already taken care of Gara. So you better hurry up if you want, if you want to help me out." It's it's just kind of beautiful. It's a uh, it's a wonderful little glimpse into a dynamic that just doesn't, um, it just doesn't really, like, come back around because, like, there's basically never an opportunity for Sasuke and Chino to be in the same place again.
1: But, I mean, you know, that's, that's how it goes. They spent so much time thinking about what it would be like when they finally have something to say to each other, and it turns out it's, like, not a whole lot, but it's, like, pretty cool. Uh-huh. And, like, sometimes that's enough.
0: Sometimes that's enough. They have, like, an understanding. Yeah. I also love that Konkuro is like kind of shitty at trash talking in this scene, right? Like Sasuke and Chia do the thinking, like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna like take care of each of our opponents here in ten minutes. And like Konkuro's like retort is basically like, Yeah, if you defeat me, then you'll have to fight a really scary guy instead. i <laughs> Also like another funny expression of the way that Konkoro is both like Kind of, like, annoyed by Gara a lot of the time. It also, like, has this, like, weird sense of pride in just like, little murder brother.
1: <laughs> it's so good! I love- I like Kankuro a lot. He's, he's great. He's a little piece of shit, but he's my little piece of shit.
0: That's the spirit. Yeah. Um, I think that's basically what I had to say about this episode, if you're good to move on to the next one.
1: Yeah, Okay. Episode seventy-four Astonishing Truth Gara's identity emerges. Paku notices the fight about to happen and has the kids divert course to avoid any crossfire. Gara starts to wake up, and Tamari stops to tend to his wound but Gara slaps her away, because Sasuke is here. Konkuro and Shino start their fight. Gara starts to transform and declares Sasuke to be his prey. Kankuro keeps trying to hit Shino with poison knives.
0: Right, so at the start of this episode, we get a little bit more with, like, Naruto and Sakura and Pakun. They're just kind of, like, here to provide the community relief that we're not getting elsewhere in the... Uh... Pakun says they need to, like, stop to avoid a fight, and Naruto runs like, headfirst into a tree. Like, Naruto is, like, you know, very averse to this. You know, he doesn't want to, like, go any slower. He, like, everybody's just, like, kind of, like, explaining to him, like, no, this is the best thing to do. But I also, like, I like to imagine that, like, Naruto is just, like, man, like, he's kept hearing Pakun talk about how there's, like, some weird inhuman person, like, chasing after them. He de- like, I, I kind of want to imagine that Darth just, like, wants to know what the fuck is up with that. Yeah. <laughs> even if it's actually just a guy he knows.
1: Yeah, it's just Shino and his many, many bugs. But, like, I'd want to find out, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, like, Paku like, is, like, it- he keeps, he keep, like, expressing it in a way that is, like, uh, what, is, what is this mysterious thing happening, even though the show is, like, very, like, was, like, itch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, speaking of things that the show is, like, tried to play up as, like, a mystery... um. Why is this episode called this? We don't learn anything new about Gara in this episode.
1: Like, I guess this is the first time we see his, like, full, like, half-transformed.
0: Right. But, like, there's a bit where, like, Sasuke catches up to him and he's like, I'm gonna use my Sharingan to determine who you really are. And it's like, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Gara. It's, it's just Gara.
0: You know, like, t- anyway, Tamari, like, is, is running away, like, stops on a branch for a little bit because, like, Gara's kind of, like, freaking out, um... She pulls out some sort of like she pulls out something that you could try to use to Gar. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but uh
1: I read that as like a, as like a medicine thing to tend to the tend to the wound that never got addressed.
0: Oh, that that could be it. I thought it was like a concoction of like Calm Gar down that they have on hand, just in case, but like that that actually makes sense. Remember, like she, she, she's like trying to like keep the situation under control, uh, and then like, Gara sees that Sasuke is there and, like, immediately just punches Tamari off to the side and, like, just completely, like, jobbing her out of the arc, horribly. She's never <laughs> yeah, covered with
1: this. She, she, she just, fucking Gara just punched Tamari straight out of the show. Like, Gara's <laughs> not even,
0: like, a fucking punching guy, really. She just uses his, like, weak baby arms to, like, punch her into a tree so hard that she, like, stops being in the arc. The, uh, the other thing I want to, like, shout out, like, in this, like, part of the scene is, like, when Sasuke catches up to them... In the manga, he says, "I don't know what you sand fellas are plotting," and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am just so endlessly charmed by the idea of Sasuke being a guy who says "fellas."
1: Ah, uh, I want, I want Sasuke to be a cowboy. <laughs> oh
0: my god! Enough of this ninja shit. I'm branching out.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, Sasuke should have a cowboy hat with the funny like strike through.
0: <laughs> Holy shit! I bet I bet somebody's drawn that before. Maybe. I bet somebody's drawn like Naruto Cowboy AU. I'll I'll
1: like if it's posted on Twitter, I'll like retweet a bunch like ominously before this episode comes out.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we, we 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 cut back to uh, Conqueror side like, with Shino, right? And uh, Conqueror starts off looking like kind of weak in this one. I gotta say. He's just kind of having Crow like flail flail around and like stab at Chino's feet. Like I don't I don't really know if that's the way to go about it.
1: Yeah, right. Like, what's the point of having a puppet if all you can do with it is like slowly stab?
0: Right, and also like if you're trying to stab at somebody, I feel like you should uh, plan your stab trajectory such that uh, you are like minimizing the risk of sticking your knife into like a tree branch.
1: Yeah, you want to make sure that, like, the the stab vector, like, intersects with their body and not, like, a huge tree branch that's going to get stuck.
0: hmm Like, especially if, uh, you can have your puppet just, like, sort of, like, fly all over the place however you want. on um, Like, magic yeah. puppet strings. Yeah. The other thing is that, like, when, when he, like, stabs a branch for the first time, a ridiculous amount of poison just goes fucking pouring out of the blade? And it's like, come on, man, that, that is so inefficient. What are you doing here? <laughs> You're wasting so much fucking poison.
1: You gotta be a little bit more careful with your poison, bro. Okay, and, like, first off, Mm -hmm. if you're subtle with the the fucking poison use, one, you don't waste fucking poison, and two, you can't just, like, see that it's, like, seeping poison. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, maybe he's not, like, too worried about it, and he doesn't mind getting a nick. Well, joke's on you that nick was poisoned. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe like Crow is kind of an old puppet, so like all the like poison applying mechanisms are like kind of worn down and like not super precise. They're just like spilling all mm. over the place these days. Mm-hmm. And like Conker doesn't know how to like fix it without making it worse. He's got a sad life.
1: You got it. You you can't be a puppet user without having like at least a decent idea of how to maintain your puppet. Jesus Christ. Like, I'm I'm not a great puppet user, right? Like we we'll we'll probably talk about that. Uh huh. But like. I know how my shit works. Like I can fix it,
0: right? But like, Conker didn't fucking make his own puppets, right? Like he was using Cesori's old shit. as something we learned later?
1: Yeah, like I, and I know Conker did not make his own puppets, but like, you still gotta, like...
0: Mm-hmm. he still got to like. He he could stand to like learn a little bit a, a little bit better, uh, how to yeah, how to not spill your poison all over the goddamn place.
1: Yeah, you know, like it's not like you can fucking blame him. Like ma- ma- making puppets that like work for like you know. Th- th- this kind of thing is like really difficult actually you know like I I mean it's it, it, it's less hard if you're not worried too much about making them look like a person Mhm. but like you know th- 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 there's still a lot of like really tight tolerances if you want to make the joints you know like move smoothly it's like a whole thing the whole thing but like I don't know Conqueror is just sloppy here yeah
0: not, 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 not his best work gotta say like he's been holding back this whole fucking time, like saving up his energy for this. Like it's not a great magic for him, but like come on, man.
1: Yeah, Fra- frankly, he'd be, he'd be doing better if he just like used his own knife.
0: You you got you got to plan like every fucking fight. Like it's the the one fight you get. You can't just you can't just waste time like this shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, and we double back to fucking like the the fucking chakra economy of a ninja fight, right? Like. People are always like, oh, I don't want to use my big attack, it'll waste too much chakra. Well, if you don't use your big attack, you're going to waste more, so, like...
0: We're pro-big attacks here. We love big attacks.
1: Yeah. There are all kinds of circumstances that can lead to, like, oh, I can't use my big attack yet. You know, and, like, that. That that's fine. Like, it, it, it is okay if, like, the the struggle you are having is, like, oh... There is some, like, obstacle in my way or some, like, technique that the enemy is using that'll make my, like, big attack not work. Mm-hmm. So we have to overcome that first. But, like, if your big attack can just work, use the big attack.
0: So, like, a specific big attack that Conqueror has that you're, like, referring to here? Or is <laughs> this just, 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 just general?
1: Just, just, just general. This kid doesn't have a big attack.
0: Yeah. he's He's got, like, a bunch of small attacks. It seems oh,
1: like he he he's kind of got one. We'll we'll mention in the we'll next mention one.
0: That. Um. Okay. Anyway, uh, g- moving off from Conqueror for a bit, uh, we cut back to Gara and Sasuke. Gara is like Sasuke. You're like me. I need to kill you. Um, which I think is interesting, right? Um, I think that like, you know, like w- w- earlier in the arc, we had Naruto sort of like developing his ability to like identify when other people have been through similar shit as him. Uh, in like that hospital with Gara. And like, I, I, I like that Gara has like, um, like Gara's like, like uh, ability to understand people is like very limited because like he and Sasuke don't actually have that much in common other than like wanting to kill abstractly, right? We we see the rest of the scene where he like meets Sasuke while he's training, and and, and Gara's basically like, ah, I, I see that you want to kill. It must mean that must mean we're we're the same kind of guy, and just uh, like wanders off.
1: Really funny interaction.
0: <laughs> yeah, very very funny interaction.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Gara's just like I don't think Gara's in a good place right now.
0: No, no, probably not. That's okay. He'll he'll get there. He'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, I I look forward to it. Do we wanna go ahead and move on to the next segment? I'm good to move on. Okay. Shino evades Kankuro's attacks using a bug clone and almost gets him with a sucker punch from behind. Konkuro has a poison smoke bomb cannon in his puppet, apparently, and Shino gets caught in it. Iruka keeps leading the kids to safety, and as Konohamaru steps to look over the burning village, the great stone face of the third Hokage cracks above them. Meanwhile, Orochimaru and Hirozen's soul struggle is still ongoing, and Gara has a big mutant sandarm and a scary face. Konkuro is confident Shino is done for now that he's incapacitated from poison, and moves in for the kill, but it's just another bug clone. And with that, Crow is just too full of bugs to move. And Shino faked that earlier punch to plane a bug on Kankuro so the rest of the swarm could find him and get his ass. Shino's still poisoned, though. So Sasuke isn't getting any help.
0: Shit, I just remembered something else I wanted to say about Konkuro. Like, earlier, when we were doing our, like, informal, like, and exam proctor shit, because, you know, obviously these guys didn't get to have their fight evaluated professionally. Yeah. He's gotta fucking cut out waving Crow's arms all over the place and making that clattering noise.
1: <laughs> Yeah, honestly, like, Mark's off.
0: Like, I get that you think it looks cool, but, like, it is, uh... You're not doing yourself any favors but making sure people know exactly where your puppet is all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is a cool sound.
0: It is a pretty cool sound. Like, I can't fully fault him for that, but, like, you know, you gotta know when the time for your cool sound is. But yeah, I, I think that, like, especially in comparison to, like, the big fight from, like, the last episode we watched last week, you know, this, this episode is much more modest, but there's some, like, good-looking stuff in here. I really like whenever Sian does the bug clones, right? Like, I love when, like, like, the, the, the knives hit Shino at the start of this part of the episode, and, like, he just sort of, like, starts sagging and, like, collapses into a swarm of bugs, and I think it looks pretty cool. Um,
1: yeah, it's like, he's like an insect-filled balloon that's just deflating. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome.
0: You know, she almost, like, fucking punches Conkro and then he starts, like, lecturing him about, like, how he knows that puppet users aren't shit, which, like, you know.
1: Like, yeah, but, like, rude.
0: Rude. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's talking about how, like, puppet users don't have good close quarters combat skills, so, like, you know, you've got to...
1: Yeah, I always catch people off guard with that. Just constantly. <laughs> I'm also not a great puppet user, so, like...
0: It's okay. Everybody's got their own strengths. Right? I like that, like, a you know, sort of, like, sits and listens to this and he's like, maybe you know that shit about, like, how puppet users generally go, but do you know this... I've got a fucking gun in my puppet's arm. He, like, shoots a big poison bomb at him.
1: Yeah. Which,
0: like, you know, I I guess Shino does get got by this, so, like, I guess it's a solid counter-argument.
1: Hey, counter-counter-argument? Mm-hmm. If that was just, like, a a poison smoke grenade that, like, a guy threw out of his, like, pocket? Mm Mm-hmm. Same same shit.
0: Yeah. Maybe you can't throw it as far. I mean, I guess it doesn't actually go that far in this fight, so, like, Conqueror is not becoming a tune, I think, is what we're
1: getting at here. Yeah, like, he he just didn't bring a puppet with very strong weapons. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a big thing of being a puppet user.
0: Yeah. Crow seems like a real, like, quantity over quality kind of puppet, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Conqueror's got his line later in this episode about how, like, every compartment of Crow's body has, like, a weapon in it. But, like, most of those seem to be poison knives.
1: Yeah. Most of those seem to be poison knives that fly around slower than a thrown kunai. So, like...
0: He's gotta fucking tighten up his act. You know, we we cut back to the village for a little bit, right? Siricus like leading the evacuation of the children. Um they are walking under the like Hokage faces as the like third Hokage's like face golf starts cracking. And like I understand that they are in this location for the sake of that scene, and for the sake of the drama of this scene, of like them seeing this like very ominous sign. But I have to say, if I was choosing an evacuation route, like a single staircase bolted to the side of a cliff, like facing out directly towards the village. Bad. Bad <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't go for that one like the tunnels seemed fine right like they're like they seemed like they're far enough away from a lot of shit and like they didn't seem like they were about to collapse or anything even as a bunch of like shit was going down i, mm-hmm. I don't know about this staircase
1: yeah that's just like one like tail swipe from a giant snake away from like killing 40 children which frankly i'm opposed to
0: yeah i, I think killing 40 children is bad We've we've got some strong moral stances here
1: and, like, that scene could have happened, like, looking out over over the village with, like, the, the stone mon- monument, like, on the other side of the village from you. hmm You know? You know, the big monument that you can see from everywhere in the village?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? It, it, it goes fine, though. Fortunately, none of these children, like, die through, like, a staircase failure.
1: Yeah. Or, or snake.
0: Or snake event. Speaking of snake events, we, like, briefly check in on Orochimaru. There's not a ton of pro- progression here, other than, like... He just
1: keeps wiggling that sword. He
0: keeps wiggling that sword. Like, it seems like maybe, maybe, hearson is like, starting to fail, Orochimaru's like, you fucking idiot, you're too old to win. <laughs> Should've killed me ten years ago, dumbass.
1: <laughs> I fucking love Orochimaru. Orochimaru. is so good. But, like, yeah, li- li- like you said, not a whole lot is going on there. And, uh, the, the, the Shino fight. Yeah, and
0: you know, it just sort of keeps going on. Um, we sort of reach the inevitable conclusion of this fight from moment one, which is that Shino puts too many bugs in Crow for Crow to be able to move much, right? Yep. Shino does this, like, weird move in this part of the fight where he's, like, hanging on the underside of a branch with, like, a bug rope. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he does the bug rope, but, like, <laughs> I guess if you could make a bug rope, he might as well. That's unclear anyway. He's like, he, he, he's, like, standing, he's like, yeah, I've disabled your puppet. He, he's sending the bugs down Conqueror's puppet strings. Conqueror, like, severs them and, like, quickly reattaches them to the head and, like, sends the head flying back around towards Shino, but then, like, Shino has his bugs separate Conqueror's puppet strings. And, like, I kind of have to call bullshit on this a little bit, right? I feel like if there is, like, a poison spike flying at you very fast, and you sever the strings that it's attached to...
1: Like, there's still, like, inertia, right? It
0: doesn't, like, stop moving. Unless, I guess, his bugs all start pulling really hard.
1: (laughs) They just... It, w- it would have been cool if it kept if it kept flying and he was just another bug clone.
0: Like I get the dramatic thing is like how oh, it stops like inches from like face space and like splashes poison near him, but like I have questions. Yeah, I think I want to point out here is like you no, know, we've been kind of shit talking Conqueror's puppet use here, but I do really like how fucked up it looks when it, like opens up for the, the face spike where it's got the mouth like opening up past the eyes and it's just like unfolding like a bunch of different ways to like it let the the big poison spike extend outwards. I think it's pretty cool.
1: It is pretty cool. But again, it's not like he built the fucking puppet.
0: No. <laughs> no points for Conqueror here. <laughs> I-, I had, like, completely forgotten how much of a fight there actually was between Shino and Conqueror here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, I guess maybe that's because it's not actually that, uh... Like, it, it-, like it still doesn't really amount to Conqueror doing much other than, like, getting Shino with, like, enough poison to, like, make him fall asleep in the woods.
1: Yeah. Which you know, I mean that's that's not nothing. That's not nothing.
0: I mean, he like succeeded in his goal to like keep the guy from like interfering with Kara. So like you know, hey, I, I guess we have to hand it to him just a little bit.
1: Yeah, like I'll I'll still like when 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 we meet up again after after we take the take the hidden leaf, like well I'll will give him a pat on the back, telling me tell me did all right. Yeah,
0: like mean, I, I feel like we've been plenty nice to Conkero about his role in the show up until now. Like we've been very positive on it, just when he's not fighting.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, right you know like I'll, I'll 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 show up i'll be like hey cuz we're cousins by the way i'll be like mm-hmm. hey cuz um do you want like help
0: <laughs> i don't know shit. so the Shino's is like collapsing in the woods and he's like damn i'm not gonna be able to go help sasuke sasuke is off with gara who's like going full fucked up monster mode and sasuke is like shit it's been 10 minutes and i haven't won." Um, and maybe this is why they don't actually ever talk again right? they, had, they had this one beautiful bro promise and like it immediately fell apart and they just decided it was like no it wasn't meant to be we could, we could never make this work
1: there, there's another future out there where they're just like husbands <laughs>
0: yeah and, like everything goes so much more straightforwardly
1: <laughs> yeah right like she Shino Shino shows up like nine and a half minutes later and then together they both kick Gar's ass right and then they make out
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah and just like, you know, the, the, like the whole world is different.
0: Yeah, like Naruto, like, shows up a little bit later. He's like, kind of bummed out about seeing Sasuke making out somebody else. So he's just like, goes over to talk to Gar. He's like, hey, what's going on? You, you want somebody to talk to? And just like, kind of sitting there, both sort of sad for their different reasons.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um, they, you know, they, they come to a beautiful understanding,
1: which blossoms into a beautiful relationship. Of
0: course, of course. I'm like, I'm basically already on that train, just not in this universe.
1: Right, right, right. God, is that the podcast? I think that's the podcast. Okay, cool. Um, What episodes are we watching next week?
0: Next week, we are watching episodes 75, 76, and 77.
1: Hey, and if you don't want to wait, and you're listening to this on the main feed, check out our Patreon, and you get access to all of our episodes up to a week early. That means you can listen to it probably like right now or tomorrow, probably. I usually upload them a day after the episodes go up on the main feed, but like three bucks a month, patreon.com slash Crush. And we just recorded the other day our July episode of Narukai Uzumaki, where we talked about Ascendance of a Bookworm. So if you want to check that out, like, you know, highly recommend it. I think we had like a good discussion there. That's, you know, the same Patreon, patreon.com slash Konoha Crush. That's five bucks a month for the bonus content. And
0: yeah, so shout out to our Joni and Tear Patreons, Maple and Izzy, future Jinchiriki of the Six-Tailed Beast. Thanks for the support.
1: Yeah, thank you. Any images we talk about during the show will be on our Twitter, at uh, Konaha Crush, all one word, Konaha Crush. I've been streaming on Twitch lately, twitch.tv slash Reziart, R-E-Z-I-A-R-T. Art Fight's going on, so mostly I've been doing a lot of like attacks for that. Uh, if you don't know what Art Fight is, it's just an excuse to get people to draw your OC, basically. Uh, and I've been drawing other people's OCs, so like, hey, stop by. Uh, and if you're participating, hey, hit me up. I, I, I think that's that, basically. Do you have anything you want to shout out? No,
0: not really. I basically just
1: do this podcast. Okay. Hey, thanks for coming. And remember, there's no such thing as filler.